Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, McEnroe, a.k.a. Rod Bailey. This is the Peanuts and Corn 2020 podcast. Uh, This is episode, I think it's 21 or 22 or something, but I don't even know. But I do know that I'm super duper ultra excited about having my good friend, Garth Hull, a.k.a. Gruff, Gruff the Druid with me today i've been promising this for the since the beginning and now i'm very excited to have you with me welcome to the program thank you glad to be here so we have a lot to go over today because we've been um you know friends and um, acquaintances and working together since uh since i first met you on the on the uh stairs at the university of manitoba i think (laughs) probably something like 25 26 27 years ago so we're gonna get into a lot of stuff but um yeah i'm just really excited because you know we've had lots of interviews with different people and you know we had like so-so from clothes horse last week and things like that but but we have to have gruff there's basically the break bread crew is you know McEnroe, pipskid john smith gruff yai dj honeycutt so we've got to have everybody on for this podcast before we finish and, and trust me we're almost done so um so once again thanks for joining me and um i guess we can just probably launch right into it and talk about the beginning and i like i said i remember meeting you and other members of twisted spirits and freak show kind of all it's all a bit of a blur but we were all kind of hanging out at the university of manitoba and um i remember meeting spoof in particular because he would step to me and be like yo yo i got a group i got this this that we're working on stuff and sunil yeah. stepped to me and i remember you being around too because you went to the U. Do I have that right? You have you went to the U of M, or were you just no? Maybe, no, I hung okay. out there a lot. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. I remember his mala was in um, engineering, and yes. I don't even know like what spoof was doing there, but um, hustling maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, he might have just. Been <laughs> but you tapes. guys would hang out, and I think uh, you guys had some people you knew in the arts world and maybe we're getting shows and stuff there but everybody was just bubbling yes. around yeah. 93 94 and just trying to get going and so i was first handed a tape from Sunil, which was their original demo that you aren't on but then um then i heard the twisted spirits tape which you did with ismala and gruff and i think um yeah. Uh, spoof yeah his Mullen spoof and stress was your dj i think for some of that at least yeah yeah so you guys started out and i as the boot knock rascals was that right which was you and that's right and so because that's what because you went to high school with with spoof uh i actually went to junior high with dj stress okay um and stress introduced me to spoof like they were they were homies from their neighborhood yeah uh, and stress was like, yeah, I got this friend who raps too. And so Spoof was already doing his thing. Um, but that was actually, I mean, I knew him from junior high, but that wasn't until high school that we actually started talking about actually doing raps. And, and I guess I must have mentioned that I wrote. Yeah. And, uh, was messing around and then. He just wanted to like introduce me to Spoof because I guess Spoof had done uh, like some high school dance, like okay. raps or something. Yeah. Like he had done something over there, and uh, and yeah, so he was really really active with it, and so we got together and just started talking about 
rap and, and uh, started thinking maybe we should try to write, do some stuff. So what made you start writing in the first place? Like, that's pretty young to be in high school. And, um, you know, especially at that time, like rap is relatively new. So was there something that made you say, like, I want to start writing, I want to get into this? Uh, well, yeah, I was, I was writing before that, like I was writing in junior high. Yeah. Like after hearing, you know, like the, the, uh, what was it? That breaking record with Herbie Hancock. Yeah. Breakdance. Kate tell breakdance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Fat boys, uh, run DMC tougher than leather or no, it was raising hell. Raising Mm -hmm. hell was the album. Uh, that I first got and yeah I was just like really not sure about doing anything but you know just like anybody just oh I want to see if I can put some rhymes together yeah so I just started writing I think I was I was already compiling like just little verses yeah and itching to like say something out loud you know yeah totally (laughs) and uh and uh, yeah, so I was pretty excited to like actually get together with Spoof and do something. And stress, I don't know when he started DJing, but he was pretty big on it. He must have, I think he did actually write a bit in the very, very beginning. Yeah. Like I think he was into that a bit too. He wasn't fully sure which, which he was going to do, DJing or rapping. We started getting together and started actually putting songs together. And uh, yeah, we recorded some stuff. So you recorded as the Bootknock Rascals? We recorded as the Bootknock Rascals. Man, we, uh, I love to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I have a tape somewhere and I kind of took a quick look, but I realized that like, it would be hard to find because it wouldn't be a labeled sort of. Yeah tape um i think stress might actually have something but i'll have to hit him we, up. Had, we had like we had at least three or four tracks um first one that i remember that was like a solid this is our track track was uh these boots were made for walking where we oh, sampled wow. that that classic song yeah these boots were made for walking and uh yeah, the sample was like just a long sample where basically the whole chorus, you know, <laughs> boots were made for walking. That's just what they'll do. Uh, but that was like, we both had, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. And uh, we were pretty big on that. It's pretty dope. And did you play shows as the Bootknock Rascals? <laughs> played shows as the Bootknock Rascals. We had a, um, a pretty, a really good uh, first big show okay so we actually had a couple small shows we just like booked uh, a show at like a local club that was not known for hip-hop or anything it was called the alternative cabaret oh yeah it was in osborne village yep and uh yeah like there was i remember there was like some indie some bands you know that went up and they were not known to us yeah Um, you know it was just like some rock and then we had these two guys who were actually in a ska band, but we got them to kind of work on music with us. That's how we put our first beats together, actually. Okay. 
and uh, this guy we just called Music Man Dave, but he had some equipment, a four track. And so we put some beats together and we went and did a couple of live shows with a, basically a bass player and a drummer. Oh, wow. It was fun. I don't remember, you know, we had like maybe two or three people that we knew come out and see us yeah. and the rest were there for other bands. But uh, it was our first introduction into like a real venue. Yeah. We, we also had a couple of shows at a, a teen club. There was a couple of them back then, but we played at one in St. Patel and that was like our first, our first, first show, 93, yeah. you know, or early 93 or late 92. Yeah. We did that show and uh, again, it was just like our close friends showed up. Yeah. That one actually was with Ismaila. Ironically, we did a show with Ismaila before he was a part of our group. It, we were just kind of, we met and we talked and we were actually kind of, you know, maybe thinking about him joining. Yeah. yeah but he just joined us on this song. Like it was like, yeah, I'll just come up and do a verse. And it was before the freak show thing right. or anything. Yeah. And uh, that was my first, my very first show. So I remember it because I was just like, you know, deathly scared. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, had no idea how it was going to go. But we had practiced the heck out of it. We rented, you know, all the equipment. They didn't have any equipment for us there. So we rented right. like the speakers little soundboard and everything and uh yeah that was our first show we had some people come out it wasn't like a regular night so it was our flyers that brought whoever came out yeah i feel like it was 10 people maybe <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and so how did you end up so what would what would have what would have happened to get his mother to join the group and start a new group well he was like you know his was super talented like he's just kind of ahead of everybody and so he was also talking to shades at that time he yeah. was like kind of everybody was talking to him and every i feel like everybody kind of wanted him to be a part of their he's like a free group. agent yeah yeah totally and so it was kind of like we hoped but we weren't like you know and marty's always been super practical so he was i i think he already kind of was like, ah, you know, uh, he's probably not going to go with us, but <laughs> right, you know, we'll we'll just you know have fun, and you know he was super cool as a guy, so like as a homie, he just was down to rap, right? Yeah. So it was it was fun, and and that's kind of where we left it. If he if he or if you know things just seemed to mesh really well, then we'd let that happen, but it didn't really happen right away basically well it must have been some combo of like you know at some point you hook up with Sunil and and he starts making beats right. for you and then maybe right. that maybe that would have pulled his molly in you know with original production or something like that or that's probably a big part of it too because we didn't yeah like it was us in stress and then we also had those those two uh your ska uh, friends live, yeah the ska live musicians um, who were really cool, but uh, they also had their own band, and they weren't like they weren't like rap. Yeah, you know, they didn't really understand the music that well. So for sure, you know, having some real hip hop heads behind it helped. Right. Um, which happened, of course, when we started to hang out with 
the hooded terrorists <laughs> freak show dudes <laughs> right right hooded terrorists being their their first uh moniker there oh really i didn't i didn't know that they're called the hooded terrorists yeah shazam and and sunil and then oddball combo yeah yeah and of course there were others too but as you know they weren't uh they were like they had a crew yeah a crew of guys who were who helped in a lot of ways but were not musical weren't like active on the rapping or the beat making part so when it you was got, doc yeah dr shock shock yeah, yeah. and uh darren yes and then other I, dudes darren. too right um so when you met them so they already had that sort of crew and then they absorbed well you know their crew was like partly because of the dance connection they were like fresh alliance before all the rapping right they had won the city they were city champs for the Fresh Alliance dance. Like, well, they did the the dance competitions and had won. So they were they were really uh, well known, connected, you know, like with a lot of people yeah. um, across the city. And so, yeah, I at the t- you know I wouldn't know what some people did. They were just crew, you know. Right. <laughs> and uh, and that was all good. I just knew Sunil, and I would hang with Sunil because he we went to school together for high school yeah and uh and yeah then I I brought Marty in and uh yeah kind of just took off from there because we weren't really sure we were just hanging out Sunil had this little studio I mean it was his computer right but it yeah. was a <laughs> yeah kind of had it set up pretty nice and uh we would just hang out there while he made beats or you know shazam would make epic freestyle eps <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was just lots of fun hanging out it took us a while to really figure out you know twisted spirits and free show well let's listen to a song um so this is from the first twisted spirits uh tape um so let's check this song out it's called wet dreams from the first twisted spirits tape Twisted fiends growing up like the pubics in my teens. Creams fill my sheets, I'm a leaf in the clouds. Crowds carry claps, stole the cheers from the clavins. In layman's terms, I've returned to the chapter. After getting inclined, meditating, gallivanter. Earthquake, my dome, I gave the comb back to Fonzie. I'm on the other side, spiritual, you will want the flabbergasted. Juvenile, relay the style. I hung from my jury while the gods got piles. I'm sitting on the stone, waiting for purgatory. But never would you understand my little story. Thoughts drift. Kill 
I grip to this dreamscape, then I break It's the vanity of my sanity that is lost The cost, not hearts or limbs My goal is I parole this for a restless whim Yes, I dim the rims of minds when I hijack your lantern Then dampen to sicken, you're sniffing for a blast Looking through the looking glass To view my true reflection, it's the words I panic cashing I speak to leak direction, my confessions, my obsession Two light flares in your nightmares Light dares through skies of this neverland Sand grains light the flame through the silence Where I am in tune within the insight So doom the plight of virus Dead MCs, but you can't find my motives As I flow, kids, down the river of my flow It's pretty clear that the pity here Is the fact that my style flows in the ground But it's far from minor I'm a shark in a pool of fishes Wishes have been cast with gods with odds are in my favor, so savor your last seconds Three, two, one, as I contact the spirit of the twisted And you choke on my fist, kid But on the bigger and better It's challenged like a shuttle I pounce like a pantaline No time to rebuttal Huddles are not needed when I'm keeping true Plan you tried to catch on to my train of thought Well you just missed it man Cause is this the prism of lyricism Which means my versatility's killing G's So please step like a college frat I've got the knowledge that leaves you in awe With no time to thaw your frozen expression Cause my flows be impressing MCs leave on their knees You would think that I was blessing the stage With my presence in essence I mean there's room for twisted spirits And nobody in between So if you wanna step Well then there's gonna be a showdown And at high my flight Look at first like a pro so throw down your gloves and throw in the towel Cause I howl like a wolf at the moon Then consume punks like dinner or supper on a daily basis Busting rhymes like nuts in their faces So see me, you're dreaming if you think you be contending Cause this battle here is one you won't be defending That is uh, Wet Dreams by Twisted Spirits, and that came out in, by my math in 1995, um, probably recorded in 94 or 95, but definitely came out because the first tape that came out was Farm Fresh, and then the Freak Show crew put out two different tapes, um, the Freak Show, the first Freak Show tape, and then the Twisted Spirits tape both came out in rapid succession and uh, both tapes really great but I was always you know if you ask me to pick which one is a desert island tape it's certainly the twisted spirits tape I love that tape and yeah. uh, but I have to admit I got a dub of it off Sunil from his dat machine so a good dub but I never actually paid for the tape oh, so I don't wow. have I don't have a copy like a commercial copy I just have a copy that uh, Sunil gave me so I never actually supported you guys I have to admit I'm sorry <laughs> And I wish, oh. uh, if you look for the tape now on Discogs, I think it's worth quite a bit of money, but I don't have one, so. Really? Not that I'm selling anything, but but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a collector's item and a great, if there's ever, if there's ever a couple of tapes I think need to be re-released, remastered and re-released, there's the Twisted Spirits and the first, to me, the first Freak Show demo tape that came out in 90, it never came out, but they played it for me in 94. 
the one with the first version of Role Model and stuff. I don't know if you remember. Oh that. yeah. But um, yes. is amazing, amazing tape. And then the Twisted Spirits tape is amazing. And you guys must have sold a lot of them. So, um, yeah. so now you've now you're in the low low crew. The low low is it what were you guys call low low productions? Low low productions. That's right. And so that from what I hear was pretty much like, you know, you guys were doing meetings and pretty, you know, you guys were pretty motivated. So what was, do you remember any of that? Like being told to like ante up money and pay dues or, you know, <laughs> we got to do this or that guys like that kind of. Yeah. 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 We were having regular meetings. That's, that's true. I mean, it, like every couple of weeks or something. Right. Yeah. Um, and that would be like everybody in the, in the crew so that could be like seven to nine people yeah uh, who show up but but uh yeah we were trying like marty really took the reins with business Mm -hmm. and so we were trying to to like really come up with ideas to to make money so we could actually make moves yeah uh, so I remember that. Um, I remember, you know, we'd each have a turn with the tape decks and recording the tapes to yeah. dubbing the tapes to have more tapes to sell. So we would take turns who would do that. Oh, is that right? Doing, yeah. I remember doing that. Uh, you know, I don't know. I did, we'd do like 10 at a time or something. It right. took a while, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, for Peanuts and Corn, the first. The first like 500 tapes we did from from Farm Fresh's tape were were off of Sunil's dad, which is a big no-no because you're wearing out an expensive piece of equipment like playing this tape over and over and over and over and over again. You're not supposed to do right. that. So then we got CDs yeah. made and we would we would make tapes off the CDs, but it was real time. So if the tape was 40 minutes, you know you could make a few tapes a night or whatever. So at what point did you guys decide that Twisted Spirits and Freak Show needed to become just Freak Show? Do you remember? what that what what the thinking was there or i think that was also partly business easier to sell like as a brand though Mm -hmm. we didn't use that word then but like kind of you know it wasn't just about selling but i think that we we definitely wanted to get out there more get the name out there more and we thought one name would be better yeah um I think creatively, it wasn't fully thought super deeply. It was kind of like, just made sense that it would be better with more, which doesn't, I don't know if that's always true, right? Right. (laughs) But at the time it was, it felt good, you know? So it was, we were already kind of mixing and making songs together. So it's kind of a... It was a bit of a no-brainer, I think, at that point. We, we liked dancing together. You know, our live shows involved dance, involved, uh, you know, theatrics a little bit. Yeah, totally. And uh, we got everybody involved in that. Yeah. Everybody. So it kind of made sense to kind of have us all just be one unit sort of thing. So when that happened, were you were you into it as far as writing and things like that? I was into it, but I mean, yeah, I, I was still at a stage. I really didn't, I, I don't know. I feel like I didn't like a lot of what I wrote, okay. you know, half the time, Yeah. you know? So I felt like I was just kind of 
glad to go along half the time, you know, like I was just glad to be there because it was motivating and, you know, it kept me kind of writing and thinking and, and, uh, and, you know, I thought everybody else was great, yeah, talented, totally. you know, so I, I was kind of just happy to be there. <laughs> it's funny because I've you been know? going back Love through. Love rap. Yeah. I've been going back through and re-listening because, you know, I had I had Marty on and, and I'm going to have uh, Sheldon on in the next couple of weeks. And it's like, when you listen back, it still feels like two groups, even when it's one group. Because when mm. Sunil has an idea and he executes it quite often he would even you know when you get to people in your neighborhood and all that kind of stuff but Sunil would have some crazy sort of song idea and he would he might pull somebody in but he would probably pull Sheldon in and they would just revert to that thing and then a lot of these like you know even after you got Twisted Spirits only did one tape and yet there's these Twisted Spirits combos that keep happening on the motion and on you know we'll play this song from the um show and tell tape i'm going to play next and okay, even on yeah. people in your neighborhood like it's like you still even though at like you know 95 you guys made one group but you still sort of had these subgroups that kept going for probably five more years and yeah. so there are mix and matches but it seems like your natural state was yeah. still was still like there's two styles here you know what i mean right yeah i could see that we kind of fell back back into that it, we were, it wasn't finished yet kind of thing like, yeah we still we still were vibing out together so why don't we listen to this song it's called infinite mazes um from the show and tell tape which i think came out in 96 when you guys yes, did i always like this song yeah this is a great song this is so this is when patience came out and you guys did a tape with patience on it and this is another really good tape so let's check it out Yo, son, though. <laughs> Spirits unconcealed as I reveal the twisted. So kick. You could bring the one sucky boys in the baldies. Cause I'll be wandering over towers that are faulty. Don't hold the multi demolition of your derby. Where we laid it on, where you love to bug that herby. Wishing upon elements of the spoof. Contemporary troops got my goosebumps loose. Hiding and seek to wish the grapevines and leak. Speak when you sleep, slumber party makes me weak. No need to ambitions got me running superstitious. Walking under ladder, salt shoulders in my mission. So listen, I'll piss and gallivanters and I'll planters. I'm trying to fall twisted as I'm seeing this Atlantis. The Lambers, my image now delusion is for certain. Hallucination brings faulty strings for the curtain. Close your eyes for my surprise, provide your own protection I roam the earth with swollen girth, holding down perfection Stretching through my purpose till my shrine becomes a circus A single file line is designed just to worship the culture I salt you with the lessons, my rhyme scheme's a fine team Assigned to the contestant, to win the game I infiltrate Then I motivate, if you can't throw your weight I separate to escalate, the time when I combine the intrusion I die for you, so I choose, I find you a mutant You ride my dick like the shit was a witch's Brooms a witness, I conjure up the mamba You lavish in my remedy, then I see astronomers Run up, converge, to submerge like hippopotamus I got the gift, but I'm twisted like a sodomist We come alive when I thrive in my recipe The necessity is simply to molest the beast Now you're pressing me, bro, it's unholy Pretend and impose, I defend like a goalie
My mind is rapidly traveling like a javelin Streamlined while it seems time's not a factor Cause after, seconds pass and classes adjourn Outcome is the same and the crown is returned You learn, you never measure up to the ruler If rhymes will crack, I'd slang more rocks than the jeweler So worse, you take flight, mistakes might be costly One wrong maneuver means the scuba finds it posse Belly up and breathless, development arrested Rocks to a halt, you wouldn't be safe in the vault But no, not the pole, cause my soul is only interest Spinal empties minus 72 inches. Riches couldn't adjust my style because it's too tight and rusty. You need to add some mustard because I relish in my glory. Sorry, you can't catch up to the Natari. Yes, plus the wizard of Wari infiltrating your territory. Macquarie is spread over the globe. So I roam mountain jungle and sand dune from Cancun all the way to Cairo because motion is the feral. I make a fool's faint at the sight of their own bone marrow. I get more bows than an arrow because I never miss under pressure. So add another feather to my cap. Your black before the count one, two fingers rolls. I will subdue with lyrical. I don't even know how he put drums to that to that <laughs> guitar. It's crazy. <laughs> that was nice, yeah. I always like that song. It's fun to do. It's fun to perform. And, uh, yeah, a lot of energy. Yeah. It's good. Um, so, I mean, we could spend all night talking about Freak Show and um, Twisted Spirits and, you know, that time, but we have a lot of ground to cover, so I've got to jump forward, I think. Um, yeah. So we have, you know, obviously we have, uh, you have quite the catalog with the Freak Show. And... But at some point in the late 90s, um, you met my good friend Pip Skid, and he yeah. somehow uh, started hanging out with you, and you guys formed something completely different. So can you talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah. We just started hanging out, really, and uh, I feel like we were both a little bit on the same wavelength, like uh, as far as how we saw the world a little bit. And- seeing the challenges of just being human on planet earth and you know i guess we we kind of got a little political i don't really feel like i was ever super political but i was kind of you know definitely not into uh the powers that be and how an authority and how a lot of authority has exercised its authority yeah <laughs> and uh Especially when I was young then, you know, I, I was a lot more quick to like, I guess, you know, rebel against that sort of thing. And so there's some rebelliousness and also just feeling like I've always kind of been like a, you know, like in a good way, but a, like a loner too, like kind of on my own and yeah. kind of feeling uh, like I... I guess Freak Show is cool, but and and Twisted Spirits too. But it's like a team, more of a team effort. Like we actually wrote together sometimes. At least Twisted Spirits did. And uh, so it was really like, you know, with any team, there's a little bit of, uh, I guess, compromise too. Right. And so I felt with Pip, like we were really kind of, we weren't gonna. Uh, give each other any like guidelines we were just gonna you know 
gel and then write about what we were thinking. Right. And uh, I, I think we hung out a lot before we even started writing together and rapping. But um, and so fermented reptile is like just like it sounds like there's no other rap group with a name like that no. <laughs> we were we were like on the fringes and something that you wouldn't think of exactly as being what we were but it's like hey yeah we're we're different we're rap we're we're saying what we think unapologetically uh it might sound a little foul to you that's the fermented part yeah you know? and uh but we're still rap. We still are gonna like wrap our asses off, and, and uh, we're true to this art form. And I feel like that's that's what fermented reptile was—culmination of like just us vibing out on on these thoughts and like kind of a bit anti-government because I mean it's just it's easy to be when government continues to let people down. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the law, you have the song, the law, yep. but <laughs> yep. it's also like, you know, police, well, I don't have to say much now because no. it's just like, I mean, rappers were saying it before us, of course, and then uh, like a lot long before us and uh, now it's back in the public eye even more right. than ever. There was like, uh, I seem to remember there being you guys kind of being into a bit of the counterculture, like the Mondragon kind of vibe where you guys. Oh, were yeah. Into... Yeah. I mean, yeah, we were both like vegetarian and uh, yeah, a little political that way. Like me, I'm still vegetarian and less about politics for me, but it was, especially in the beginning, like yeah, the, the politics of what you eat and the ethics of eating animals and right yeah so yeah we were a part of that and so we were repping that a bit too sure. yeah it made you very unique um you know i could play so many of the different songs from fermented but i wanted to play this one which is basically it's a fermented reptile song but it's basically a gruff solo track from the 12 inch we did so you probably haven't heard this one in a while it's called many nations and um but it was always a super beautiful song and really exemplified your writing which um you know i think was always in you but i think in the freak show you weren't able to write this way i'm guessing like you probably had your moments but you're yeah. kind of a little more boxed in and a little more abstract and you could talk about real things you know there's a lot of songs about like real real things like you said the law which is obviously was like yeah. in, you know but but this song um also has some really strong real themes i think as instead of being more abstract and just you know trying to hang in a, in a big rap group right so let's check yeah. the song out it's called many nations this is fermented reptile um from i think we recorded this in late 99 Many nations suffer in gloom And I just watch them all get consumed From in my room, beyond the glass of the tube Now tell me what the f*** am I supposed to do? If I was a godly saint, it wasn't the water I drank If I was a murdering heathen, it was because I was breathing Trying to fight water with stone Swallowing a bottomless poem a solemn drone roams in an ominous tone I seem to have misplaced my past near the oscillus home Home, 
Home in the precarious south, straight from America's mouth Came the story of the Ecuadorian Whereabouts were the shouts of the Wawani tribes Live and rise where oil companies won't sympathize And the richness of the pitch black gold told no big surprise False promises to make them civilized Eat the food the jungle won't provide Canned goods, shoelaces, toothpaste with fluoride It's time them savages get on with their lives Am I in denial? Multi-million dollar smiles make deals and sales Oblivious to the frailty of an old world child As the new world shamelessly inserts its parallel universe Subversive movement hurts amazingly Cause I revolve around my first world vision You can't make me see And my ears never listen Till their kind fill the prison One nation under a tomb So let's exhume the pharaohs Destroy the poison arrows We're leaving bricks Believing that we built But we're stealing all their voices Guiltless So did the masonaries teach the missionaries to catch the family trees that fall down with carcinogenic compounds life with chronic sickness to eliminate the sanctuary what waits buried on wawani land in the master plan of maxis is obtain enough oil to keep the u.s traffic rolling on for 13 days 1.5 billion dollars in exchange for a culture and habitat destroyed many nations suffer in gloom and i just watch them all get consumed from in my room beyond the glass of the tube now tell me what the f am i supposed to do many nations suffer in gloom and i just watch them all get consumed many nations suffer in gloom but i just watch them all I don't think you can say, well, these guys are going to be great. They're going to jump in their loincloths and run off into the middle of the jungle where there aren't any, any uh, outsiders. And that's where they're going to be happy and live the rest of their life. They have really two choices. Their choice is to adapt, hopefully, the good things that Western civilization can bring to the country and be able to, to benefit from those things and hopefully not be influenced by some of the bad things. That's a beautiful song. Um, yeah. I did look up on the internet, and that song is not called Many Nations. It's just, uh, it's called I Just Watch. And right. that came out in, uh, I think it was late 99, early 2000, on a split 12 inch that was Fermented Reptile that had the law on it. And then on the other side was Park Lake Setting. And um, I always really liked that song, really liked it. And, uh, you know, I think. Uh, I can kind of, you know, at the time I heard it, and obviously there's a lot of interesting content in that song, but I think the point of the song is, you know, knowing about these bad things happening and just, you know, feeling powerless to, to do anything about it. And I think at that time, you know, uh, in like 98, 99, it was like, you know, it was easier for someone like me to not know about these bad things. And now it's right. sort of like it's it's really hard to not know with with the way information travels around and all that kind of stuff. That, That's true. Yes. That uh, it's it's like I think you and Pip were ahead of your time in knowing a lot of these things that are more commonly known now, and yet <laughs> still ex I don't know whether they're accepted or what. But it's like you had songs. I, I guess I'm just trying to say is you guys are so ahead of your time. It's mind-boggling to me. You know, listen to the law. Um, 
just listen to the law and what's happening today, as you mentioned, with with how the awareness of the police is finally starting to catch up to where you guys were writing about 21 years ago. And then, right, you right. Know, and there's, and you can kind of go through this record. It's like a magical record with how you guys were so ahead of your time and how your writing was. So uh, I guess I'm just here to tell you it's great, but, <laughs> but I would love your thoughts. I, I like, I like it too. It's, uh, I think it is unique because of like who we are and where we're coming from, but it's, you know, I, I, I think even at the time I felt like we were kind of also carrying the torch it, in a different way, but groups like Public Enemy or, uh, uh, you know, even like KRS One or just somebody who's kind of speaking, yeah, about something that the majority are not seeing, right? Yeah. And of course, we were kind of reading. I was reading, and you know, we both were like, kind of uncovering these sort of stories, uh, which if you just look in the right place, there they were there yeah and and uh so i kind of felt you know we were just kind of in a long line of rap you know rappers who just spoke the truth about stuff that other people weren't seeing right um about people who were afflicted with a lot of crap on their plate you know absolutely marginalized yeah could be more marginalized than like uh, a small, you know, uh, indigenous tribe in in South America. Where at that time, especially, I think that original that story is from the '80s. But uh, and nobody in the first world is is looking at that at all. Right. And, and you know, that's where the major corporations just go and just like muscle their way in. On, on like a thousand years of culture <laughs> right i think it's rap tradition to be a voice out there like or to expose other voices who are not getting heard right and the album let's just call you quits which i like i said we could spend a whole we could spend a whole thing on just that album and um we have so much more to get to but that album came out and got a lot of attention like from your point of view I've talked to Pip about it because he was he was working it pretty hard as far as trying to get it out to, you know, websites and things like that. And like from your point of view, how do you feel about how it was received? What did you see out there? Uh, I think it was received really well. Um, I guess due to what we're talking about, it was a bit different. Um, uh, we had a lot of different people who who were noticing it and uh, who liked what they heard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah, to me, it, it's like one of, uh, I guess, the major achievements that I'm involved with. Yeah. Because I know that's, I know in terms of numbers and I haven't checked in, in years, but uh, that was one of the biggest sellers that I've been involved with. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, I remember at the time, a lot of different people, you know, stepping up and saying that they, they liked it or that they they really liked a, a song, on, you know, mm-hmm. they had their, they seemed to be, it seemed to grab people's attention for sure. Right. 
Um, so we did that, and then we had the idea. We had started the Break Bread Crew, and that was the first um, first album where that we had a song called Break Bread, where we kind of said, okay, we're gonna have a crew, and it's Mac and Rowan, Pipskid, and Gruff, and John Smith, and DJ Honeycutt. We didn't have Yai in the crew yet, um, and uh, and then we decided to um, everyone would do a solo album. So I think we did um, Pip's album first, and he and that was kind of like a, a tricky one because he was in Halifax, and so it was a lot of long distance work on that one. And then we did John Smith's album, and then we did your album. So I remember you coming out to Vancouver to record with me. Yes. In in um, I believe it was in 2000 or 2001. I think we released it. I think. Yeah, I think it was early 2001. And then we released it later in 2001. Um, and I remember that being a great experience for me working with you one-on-one because, you know, with the Fermented album, it was, you know, Pip was doing... I was just used to working with Pip and he was kind of more of the driving force. It felt like he was the one writing yeah. notes and doing a lot of the work and had it this master plan in his head. And then working with you directly... I remember it being really fun and creative, and uh, and I think we made a great record called Druidry. Yeah. So I wanted to play a couple songs from that, um, and I wanted to start with this song, and I think I got the I th- I keep doing these things where I've got the wrong song title because it I have it as Dreamscape, but I think it was actually called Awakenings. Yes. That's and right. this song I just wanted to I don't want to put you on the spot, but this has always been one of my favorite songs because it's just so different, you know, like. You already showed how you can write many different ways and, and showed a whole new way of writing with the Fermented. But then when we did your solo album, you even took it even further. And I think it's just worth appreciating. So I wanted to play this song, which is called Awakenings, and which still blows my mind when I listen to it again. So let's check this out. Do not fear death. What? 
Then suddenly as if on cue a dark cloud was moving derby And the ancient one's eyes grew wide and I knew that I must hurry Moving quickly, I hardly had enough time to gasp As I glanced back the sight of a fading turtle was my last Swallowed by the cloud though I could still feel their presence Trying to figure out what it all meant seemed so senseless But endlessly ocean was not so I knew this thing I'd see again Do not fear death she said Inside my soul those words would never end Never end. Then I awoke to the sound of careless chatter. As the clock radio beside my bed took a dagger to my subconscious, tearing dreams to shreds, I shook my head, trying to remember what adventures I partook and why I felt like something entered my heart and soul, like I had shared my deepest secrets. But I just couldn't recall where I'd gone or what I'd seen. Then reaching for the radio switch, my heart skipped a beat when the words "ocean tanker" pulled my ear into its speech. On a coral reef, it seems a tanker ship got caught while cruising, damaged its hull, and from it poured a chemical solution, a deadly pollution not intended for consumption, but into the living water poured this dark cloud of obstruction how strange it felt for me to be so deeply affected even though a love for earth i had already accepted i couldn't help but feel a pain more sharply directed marking some unexpected connection the word selected were do not fear death it was an entrance to my memory do not fear death it was an exit for an entity do not fear death the words made sense and yet they didn't do not fear death she said is Awakenings by Gruff the Druid from Druidry. Um, a beautiful piece of music, I have to say. Nice, nice. I, I like the music too, but but certainly the writing is just... Uh, I think we brought something out in each other on that record as far as creative and, you know, and certainly your writing is really the, 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 the main reason. So you were saying uh, you were dry- writing that one while riding your bike. Yeah, well, you know, it doesn't happen as much now, but I... I feel like I've talked to at least a couple other rappers who sometimes you write in your head like you're on your way somewhere or something grabs you and you just you get a line and then you repeat that line add another line and you add another line another line so I was writing I had like I was in kung fu at that time I was writing to a kung fu camp like just a weekend workshop sort of thing yeah and uh which was all day kung fu and then I just just after I leave my home 
and it's this beautiful sunny morning i'm riding my bike and these lines are just coming to me right and uh just you know as they have before and i'm just repeating them and and adding to them in my head and then you know you, you get there i get to my the kung fu kun and uh and uh, just changing my clothes and the, these rhymes are in my head and I just start writing down on any piece of paper I grab. I can't remember what I grabbed. Might have been my receipt. And and then I remember like each, you know, in between each break, I'd come out and just adding a little more and going over it and making sure it was right. Wow. Even though I was fully loving my Kung Fu too. And I was, <laughs> you know, but I, it was in my mind the whole time. It was like a feverish, you get those, you know, it's, and I have that stream of conscious style, right? That's, yeah, and I seem to recall like you could write, you could write to something and then end up using it to something in completely different, in a completely different way. Um, like you know, obviously you're you're not writing that one. I assume to the beat that right. ended up being. Yeah. And I That's seem to recall us doing. Um, well, we did a lot of experimental stuff where you did acapellas and then I would build the beat later and things like that. But I also think that you would write to one thing and then we would try it to a different beat. And, right. you know, and, and even to be honest, I think a lot of times you would do a verse and it wouldn't be the same way every time you did it. Because the way, you, you know, like, you, <laughs> you know, I don't know yeah. if you've ever recorded with Danny, but his syllables are exactly the same place every time he does the verse like it's completely super precise oh and, yeah i know it I've, yeah yeah seen how he writes and he has like yeah. a, a notation system and everything and whereas you know you're not like completely loose but at the same time you would because of the way your flow can go you can pause or not pause and and end up with a bit of a different flow depending on what you're feeling and how the beat is and just that's of. true it depends like you know sometimes i do try and really structure it but if i have an idea to do that yeah but but absolutely like a lot of times i write and you know i'm not sure if i'm even using it for sure i'm just writing and then and then i'll just try it if something matches and like you said like sometimes something matches and then i come back and it doesn't quite feel the same and we try it to a different beat or something like i've done this myself too in other situations sure but uh that's exactly how you say like it's it can come out different it can come out like three different ways yeah <laughs> and, and uh, uh so were you also obviously you've been a rapper you've been you were writing at this time but i seem to recall you also were just writing more like i don't know why, whether you call it slam poetry or you're just writing more you know poems or whatever you i don't know what would you say i did slam poetry for a while i mean i've i've always actually written poetry as well like i mean since i started writing uh, in like middle school or whatever yeah like grade seven grade eight so but just jotting things down and uh i've always written like a bit of poetry right um, i don't know if i would have always called it poetry but sure uh, anyhow uh, i did get into slam poetry for a while uh in the early 2000s so yes around the same time that we did that album i was i was going almost weekly to a slam poetry night and for sure that was influencing me as well because in slam poetry uh you really mess with timing a lot yeah and and uh 
and even for me, I mess with flow a lot. You know, it depends on your style. Uh, I I would still sometimes have a piece that that used rhythm, even though it's you know spoken word. Yeah. So you know, uh, because I have the rap background, so my stuff always I would say always had a bit of the rapper in it as well. Sure. Um, but then you know, come back to rapping, and it almost has a bit of that that slam poetry messing with the the rhythm and the cadence even like more than i normally would uh yeah it's uh it's that influence i'm sure that has has given me more freedom even over a beat right i want to talk about this next song which is your biggest hit maybe probably um i know that every time we played it live uh the house would go crazy and um, I don't know if you heard, but uh, there's this fellow named Nigel who's writing a book about Winnipeg hip-hop history, and he just put out a, a top 100 hip-hop, Winnipeg hip-hop right. songs. Right. And of course, this song's on it. Well, The Law's on it as well. Did and, see that, um, yes. And there's a Twisted Spirits song on it. So you're on there several times. Um, but this song had to be on it, and if it wasn't, then we would have had to ha- had to have words with Nigel. But anyway, this is <laughs> The Plants. So this is a song that obviously, I mean, the reaction to this song was just so crazy because it was like, obviously, you know, I made this really weird kind of hot kind of fucked up beat and you just went with it and wrote this crazy song with this really kind of minimalist chorus. But people just can't. It's so basic. It's so basic. And yet people are like, what am I hearing? And they react to it like it's, you know, just something. And so... Uh, can you remember anything about the writing process of this song, or anything special about it, or were you just a, were you just trying stuff and then, to your surprise, well, people reacted w- to it? Yeah, well, with that that album, I mean, I know I just told you about Awakenings and the bike thing, but I actually, I actually picked up some books with the intent of getting content to inspire me to write. Right. One of the books I read was the secret life of plants um and i definitely also had a a love like was realizing a sort of love for plant like just plant life and i was really looking at plants you know i was really feeling it um yeah exploring the whole ideas of plants existing and and the, the depths of their their ability to sense their environments and, and, and even have spirits. So I was really into plants at the time. And this book was The Secret Life of Plants gets into like experimentation on like, you know, the guy who actually uh, he used like a lie detector to test on plants, this guy named Baxter. Yeah. Um, and, and so that stuff directly inspired this song. Well, yeah, Nigel actually quotes the line that you have ever tried attaching a lie detector to a philodendron. Yes. So, so yeah, that's a very, that's an amazing line. That it's practically who, a shout out to that book. Right. <laughs> so let's check the song out. This is the plants, um, and this is from Druidry, two thousand and one.
lie detector to, to a philodendron To think of strange thoughts that not speak a word The more familiar the herb from any blocks you could be heard No one can merge without the power to observe The unified field from which they see the words before they're heard Ever see a herd of trees crawling beneath clay and soil Singing in symphonies that pre-writ the human toil Uprooted they boil in agony in tune to tragedy Neighboring trees cry fear how many ears pierce the apathy so exhibiting among us dancing to beats that drumless they tug us with a rope tied with psilocybic fungus the tribe that brung us customs and cultures from life to death try taking a breath of oxygen without feeling the effects of the plants they adopted the human seed and prompted many others becoming mothers of earth bursting with beauty undiscovered pursuing tranquility quiet virtuous wisdom through the humility gifts given have been of interest medicine of tradition has almost entirely been comprised of those botanical lives fending off our own demise modern pharmaceuticals have become more suitably disguised from the plants that feed your eyes with taste buds to tantalize the plants have tried and try again they try to harmonize ask george washington carver who sang to his garden why the voice of the tiniest living things as significant as the largest size the plants they pardon our weakness give us uniqueness an opportunity to take part in life's completeness I'm talking about the plants. That's right, I said the plants. I'm talking about the plants. That's right, I said the plants. You don't recall who sheltered you when you were just a child. You don't recall who fed you Homo sapien when you were wild. You don't recall who made the air so pure and clean. You don't recall but got the nerve to sit right in between. Who protected your weak, vulnerable body when you were naked, walking through the trees, appearing much less godly? You don't recall. You don't recall. You don't recall. You don't recall what I do. It was the plants. Talking about the plants. That's right, I said the plants. The motherfucking plants. The plants. The plants. I'm talking about the plants. The plants. The plants. That's right, I said the plants. I'm talking about the plants. You know, I said the plants. Talking about the plants, say some motherfucking plants. is uh the plants by gruff and one of the big so i've obviously been producing for a long time and so one of the joys of producing is when you make a beat and then you give put it out to your friends and then they come back and here's what i've done with it so i remember i don't remember specifically like where i was or anything but i just remember when you started to 
to do some of the songs that you'd written over my beats for this album. In general, like, you know, but for this album in particular, it was like, wow, it's just so different and exciting and fun. And where I could be like, oh, I, you know, and you just, then you get, I think it was just perfect storm because I don't think I got too busy with the record label yet. And I had just finished, I was just finishing work. And so I just had, you know, the, the proper time to, and the energy and the enthusiasm to really just go crazy. We both did on this album. Yeah. So, I mean, I look at this as one of the best albums I've had anything to do with, the Druidry album. And I still listen to it and go, you know, like I produced, I don't know, 50-something albums, but it's certainly top five for me, I think. So. Wow. Um, I, and I like a lot of your stuff, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm proud of a lot of my stuff, but I mean, it's, it's just it's like... You know, if you asked me even a couple years earlier, would I would I make a record with this guy rapping about what you're rapping about and these sort of <laughs> things, you know, I'd probably been like, you know, it probably wouldn't have even happened. I think it was like, you know, our right. friend our friendship and doing the fermented reptile album that we just did this record right in a, in a way that, whereas if I was just like shopping for a rapper, I don't know that I would have, you know. Right, would right. Have, you would have been like, oh, I want to do this guy, work with this guy who writes these, you know, really abstract songs with, you know, dreams and things like that and talking about, you know, all these things. And yet, right. like I said, you don't plan these things. You just see what happens and sometimes it works out a magical, you know. To me, it's mag- yes. a magical record. Yes, I feel the same way, for sure. And, and even just on, on terms of production, it's like, I wasn't even, um, you know, what I can do now when matching samples up and pitch shifting things, I didn't have any anywhere near the ability what I do now. And yet so much interesting stuff happens that where two records go together perfectly. It's like it was meant to happen to me. It's just like that kind of a record. It was just meant to happen. So a lot of fun and a lot of good, a lot of great reviews. I mean, I think, you know, it stood the test of time. People really still talk about it as being a really strong record and, and one that does to me didn't really you know it a, it's aged but it's aged really well yes so congratulations Definitely. on being on the top 100 winnipeg rap songs with with the plants thanks man you too <laughs> <laughs> thanks uh, no, any, was... anything else about that record you want to uh talk about like you say it was perfect it's us we kind of came together. We kind of rose to the occasion, so to speak. And, yeah. You know, uh, I think for me, the writing, it was just kind of, it was a little bit of a magical time, I think. You know, I can't really think of, other than like just things that were in my life, like I mentioned, like Kung Fu Yu and, and uh, you know, there may have been, as I mentioned in the song, some uh, I wouldn't wouldn't say I even wrote because of this, but some psilocybin mm-hmm. testing there. Yeah. Um, that it was just it was a mind state a bit, and it was a testing of ideas. I guess I always like changing things up, and it was just the right like confluence of energies, you know. Yeah. With, you know with what you did too it just I think uh, it was magical it's great I'm really 
happy and proud of it and happy to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, I want to play another song that we did probably shortly after the album came out um, where we decided we we're going to put what I was doing at the time for the label was I was kind of trying to do these split 12 inches where I would do um, you know one one artist on one side and one on the other so obviously we did the fermented reptile in the park like setting in 99 and then right. we did the Pipskid and the John Smith in 2001 and then in 2002 because your album came out in late 2001 we did I think it was Gruff on one side where we had the plants and a couple other songs and then we did um, Hip Hop Wieners on the other side but we did some new songs for that 12 inch and for the CD release of that 12 inch so this song I think um, is where where we have the maybe the first appearance of Yai on the al- on the label this song's called Blow Me Away, and this is pretty oh. clearly in reaction to, I would assume, from not from September 11th and all that kind of stuff. Um, I want to say I think I think it was. I mean, you listen to it, and it's clearly yeah. that's the attitude, whether it was. You know, it's funny because it's like you listen to yeah. Long Live Bruce Willis, and you think that's a reaction to September 11th, but it wasn't. It was before. Um so right. I'm not sure because there's so much stuff going on before and after. So maybe we'll listen to the song and try and figure it out. But this is um, a song I love as well. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it is a bit about the hunt for Osama or that. I think so too. Let's check this yeah. out and then we can talk about it. This is called Blow Me Away. Um, this is Gruff featuring Yai. Dogs in my country's direction Cause they might start catching on And demand a re-election 
Ungrateful imbeciles, what an embarrassment I'm the one true meaning of terrorism I provide the training The one who beat the hell out of Survivor in the ratings You want reality, but you ain't ready to feed Of the blood of my master whose middle name is Greed There's too many mouths to feed Too many crack-addicted babies whose cries for help Make my nose bleed I'm only a pretzel away from choking I'm only a question away from smoking a nation of people I'm only a refreshment away from explaining How we made hate legal You're either blind, my god my fist. How, How could you wear a turban at a time like this? It's obvious to us that your kind get pissed when we target you and leads you have to be blind to this. You can't tell me that I'm not alright here. I can't be expected to give you all rights here. We put conditioner on and condition first. Worse comes to worse comes more often than conditions come to worse. Everything's falling apart at the fall right? We, we want to help before it all goes to quit. And the soot chokes us. Our money pokes us. In our grave, somebody will dig us up and smoke us. Yup, we want you out as quick as you can boil tea. We'll start with no rights and you can earn the beach by loyalty. The public's behind us like winter and May. Just shake your head with me if you agree with what I say. Down with the Taliban, Osama bin Laden. Now we get to do things that you never thought would happen. America's here and we're strong to stay. So take out your milk and buy your war bond today. You can blow me away. 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 Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was after 9-11. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty um, obvious. <laughs> so that's Gruff featuring Yai, that's Blow Me Away. That was on uh, summer 2002. Um, 2002. That was, okay. a, that was a B-side, which also had, um, the CD had some cool stuff. It had the Plants remix, it had that. I think it had one other right. song. Right. Um, yeah. So we would have uh, done that when, when I was back. I know we recorded that in Winnipeg somewhere in somebody's apartment i think and uh that might have been the first time we recorded danny for for something on the label and he sounded great. really what a what a verse yeah oh yeah so good because he would have been like you know he would have been recorded by um by bj to be on some of the compilations but we it was kind of after that that i did my first actual record with him so i think okay. i think that was the good little song yeah Definitely. Forgot about that one. <laughs> um, so I want to uh, play a track from from the Break Bread EP that we did probably the next year, where um, the idea of this EP was that we were going to have five songs, and each rapper had each rapper was supposed to take the lead on a song. Um, that was the idea. I don't remember how it ended up. Like I don't. 
I know that that was the idea where it was like you would pick a beat and Pip would pick a beat and Joe would pick a beat and then they would say, okay, this this song's about this. But I don't remember what song anyone actually took the lead on. Right. <laughs> so I have no idea which, whether this was the song that you took the lead on or, or what. I have no idea. But I do know that this is the song that you crush everybody. So this song is called uh, "No Other MC Ain't No Other MC Like Me" or something to that effect. Right. Um, you want to listen to it? Want to check it out? Yeah, let's check it out. <laughs> In a minute. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Let's check this out. This is "Break Bread," uh, which is Pip, Gruff, Yai. Uh, John Smith and McEnroe and then Honeycutt is in the middle here yelling away as well so we're all on this thing let's check it out yes Sorry for whoever's gotta go next. I'm just cool. Your face is turning rude. Who you move? Injury to track like I'm a beside. I keep it moving. Own flow. True. That's a fact to a lot of people out there. I'm you, but I can rap this. Take it way too lightly. Here's a tip. Shit's starting to get weak again. Don't let it slip. Work without the risk. Uh, talk. I swear it was a bestseller. How these geeks go by the book. It's either go with the flow or going by it. Beside it. Let's ride. You university kids be quiet. With us instead, big man, surround myself by people with big plans. Standing on stilts holding king cans. About the yin yans, every empty for themselves in the think tanks. When the done, it balances out. Guys, good guy, even better than C. Who signed the marriage license and joined the family? Got love for the folks, I mean, good company, but ain't no other MC like me. Yeah. Yo, talk about rising to the occasion. Yai, that was fresh. Yeah, you ain't got shit to say and no one's hearing I'm a Canadian great like Leslie Nielsen Smoke on my naked gun on the airplane And all these half-wits thinking the rappers are fair game I share pain and some people relate Fuck these dumb rappers thinking that they so great Make heads deflate and keep it lucrative Gonna take a grip of cash for me to let your crew to live All these fruits got it easy but they lack the edge Lay around burning tin, shoot smack and bad Yeah, what I said and I got my homies back But the other four arms Dude name checks Leslie Nielsen and Master P in the same verse. This shit's just getting weird now. 
Yo, McEnroe, why don't you drop your verse? I string together lines over drums that I chop And go for the dough like the bums that I hop Rock a thousand shows and make dirty stages sick Which is why my resume's about 30 pages thick With degrees and companies, credits in production Decades of quality, benefits and gumption Creativity, always relevant Nuts to a sucker punk if he ain't feeling me Once you see me live, no more you overlook me Call me 1-800-NUMBER, have your promoter book me They call me CEO, but that's a misnomer too Cause I'm the star player, though I'm sitting in the my words the kind of thing that you rarely doubt Good management wins titles, ask Jerry Krause Would you even sound as good without me finding effects When you answer bear a mind who's signing the checks Get to remembering who might hit me Take credit for resembling this tight-lipped truth Got love for the crew known as the Double D But ain't no other MC like me Yeah, just in case you forgot, right McEnroe? Yo, who's last up the back? G-Ruff, Ruff Diesel, kill it! Run back, tell the crumbs that I did that and done that I sit among rap stars, crash bin talking hats off Ask God for a fat god, launched at a fat cop I act hot, to keep from freezing word to permafrost When I'm sauced, I get lost in the Everglades Eating marmalade on peat moss Crack wheat, sprouted beet bread, eat dead Start the living, give the stars a break from wishing I'm armed and itching, to release my peace My speak mind, freely time stealing your breath My sweet rhyme, seeking more sweat than the average Grizzly, nothing missing, it's all here Reach your palm Fear ain't a factor, all I hear is laughter Making patterns in the tracks like a tractor Go ask your dad, who's bad like Bruce Moose Antler in your face if you can't take the truth Juice monkeys take aim, but they're not trained to chew chew I don't even know what to say about that one I don't, I don't even understand half of that Rough, where are you coming from? Dude shows up doesn't have a shirt on, doesn't even have a shirt with him. Kicks his rhyme, no chorus, and he jets. He's gone. Dude's gone. Gruff. Gruff, come back. You win, Gruff. That's the craziest. You're the craziest. Jesus Christ. Dude's a maniac. What other MC like me? seem to recall doing that song at the Albert and it was madness. Yeah. Remember that? Remember that? I don't I think we did one show as break bread because you know it was hard to uh, all get together. It's getting oh, harder yeah, and harder yes. to all get together at this point. This is like almost 2004 I think. And, right. Uh, but it was really really fun. Yes. I remember that. Too. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. You have anything, anything to add about the break bread EP? It's fine if you don't. It's fine. I don't even remember. Uh, I don't actually. No, <laughs> I, 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 it's a bit of a blur. Yeah. Uh, um, I want to talk about your next record and um, making that record because I remember it being. Uh, I listened to that record and I also love it, but I do remember it being a more chaotic process because we recorded it at Pip's place in Winnipeg. 
and the contrast was like when we did Druid Drew, you came out to Vancouver and it was like peaceful and yeah. quiet and you could just do your focus. thing. You could focus yeah. and write and you're ready when you're ready. And then I remember doing Hopeless where it was the opposite, where it was like super busy and a lot of pressure to get it done because I was only there for X number of days and there's all these yeah. guests and you know it's at Pip's place so he's there and there's people coming and going and which is sounds fun but I think is was <laughs> not it was yeah le- less than ideal as far as um, just relaxing and making a good record that you know right you, you know for your process I think especially but but when I do listen to it I do like a lot of the song quite a bit and um, so I want to play this one which Again, this is the working title. I have to check if this is the real title, but this is Hopeless Romantic, which yeah. is, to me, a beautiful song. And um, we had Jason LaPere on the other day, and he talked about working with you. He did uh, your video for Philosophy with yes. Jason, with, with uh, John Sledowitz. John Sledowitz, yeah. And so my story, which I didn't I didn't talk to Jason about this too much on the podcast, but I really wanted him to do this. His video idea of having John Sledowitz shooting stills we played philosophy on that on that on that show but i really wanted him to do that idea with this song at night like outside in the snow or something because i just think this is another magical song so let's listen to this one called hopeless romantic and then maybe tell us about it that breeze the shadows in the sunlight beneath the trees they dance with me they got no knees they're slowly fading as the clouds proceed to dampen me but i'm amazed the sound it makes till the ground's erased the pattern of the chattering against my face on wet rooftops it could take all day the ants are scattering but the cars don't stop People move hurriedly, they leave the raindrops Behind in their mind, keeping up with thoughts The roller coaster rides, feeding on the spot The traffic lights are one size fits all Some snowflakes melt when they slow to a stall And some leaves don't change color in the fall And some hibernate while others don't sleep at all The rain is beautiful, in its own way Indifferent to me, getting on my way Skipping stones on the surface today But the stone in my heart becomes a poem to play But it fits like old shoes that need new laces It fits like scars, it fits like crooked tooth faces It fits like emptiness in a world of excess It fits like recess where people get no rest
and I'm sure when I'm dead, people will marvel how one man, one single man, could accumulate all this. So I say I'm a genius too, but what in what? In taking infinite pains and never give in, never give in. It's like me, shadows cast. So that's uh, Hopeless Romantic by Gruff. And uh, tell us who's doing the singing on that. Uh, that's my sister, Katsina. Very nice. Yeah. And uh, so, I, yeah, I love that song. I love a lot of songs on this record. Um, what do you remember? That is about one of my favorites, too. Yeah. What do you remember about making the record? Uh, what do I remember? I remember writing a lot. Yeah. I remember being in, in, in that apartment I lived downtown winnipeg and uh listening to a lot of rap yeah um, like bus driver and a lot of weird rap right i remember um i think making the beats for this record i was just starting to make new beats with um using ableton live so now i was able to like really mess with um things and, and mix and match them up and sending you some of those beats and really being excited about them um some like some of the crazier stuff that I've done in, using that system, where where I could get a little more creative and and uh, and so that's an example of that song. And then another song that we did, um, process assimilate, which is like this really crazy string thing that you just tore the hell out of. Like, and then um, and then you're asking about the, there was a there's a sample in that song that kind of runs through the entire. Uh, album and I don't remember where I sampled it from but um, it's also on Butcher's Bill it's like these kind of old guys are like talking and we ended up sampling it quite a bit but what I would do is like just go to the library and just trying to find weird uh, you know whether it was National Film Board or whatever documentaries and and okay. sampling them and, and so I ended up like using that kind of as a motif so it's the same stuff as where on Butcher's Bill the guys are going uh, you know he's like tallying up some kind of numbers or whatever and so we use yeah. that on Butcher's Bill which is a classic song Butcher's Bill and another song yes. where if you got to see it live with, if you got to see it live with everyone then you were in <laughs> it was a special <laughs> event because to get yeah. all six rappers <laughs> on the stage going insane I think we did yeah. a couple times where I did someone's verse like I would do because the thing <laughs> is is I recorded that song and then I shot the video and edited the video. So I've probably listened to the song Butcher's Bill like 7,000 times. Yeah. Like I, you know, like probably one of the most songs I've listened to the most in my whole life. And I love it. <laughs> I still love it. Oh, yeah. But, um, but I can do anybody's verse. So I would just jump in for whoever wasn't there that night and do their verse. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was a crazy song. I remember... I remember Hopeless being a very chaotic record, though. I just remember... Well, 
I mean, you asked me what I remember, and I do remember feeling I, there were some, there were definitely some verses that came easier, but I remember feeling kind of stressed about trying to complete songs. Yeah, you know, trying to like get stuff done. And uh, I, I do like it, but that feeling is kind of always with me a little bit. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think I, I remember some of the songs where it's like basically just trying to get across the finish line trying to finish the record where it's like we only need two more so- two more bars and we recorded 14 of the 16 or whatever it's like write two yes. more bars and then get in the booth and let's get it done and and again all the people coming and going and but on, on the positive it's like we were able to get a lot of great people on the record you know you have marty on the record yes. you have gumball on the record right. um you know all that kind of thing obviously having your sister on the record was great and yeah. then you know the posse cut with butcher's bell where everybody's on it and all that kind of thing so um the song that i am most proud of on the record though is what i want to play next it's called expand horizon so we did this oh, yeah? to, to my Good. yes to my account we did this three times and it worked every time for me which is where you would record an acapella and then i would build a beat later so we did it once on druidry and then we did it again and we put a song on factory seconds on the compilation which i think the song i'd have to check what the song's called and then we did it we said let's do, uh it might have been called Drudry, yeah and then um and then we did it again for this record where you did an acapella and then i built this beat after so this was just you acapella in the booth and right. then and then let's see what i can build after the fact which is you know a totally backwards way to do it but to me when you get when you get the rhythm and you get on you sort of hit the notes by accident because obviously you, you did it a cappella and then it really accentuates it in an interesting way so let's check this out but yeah I, I I'll listen like what I'll do is I'll listen to this album and then I'll listen to this song it's the last song on the album then I'll listen to it again yeah. and then maybe one more time like that's just how much I love this and I love this album but let's check this out expand horizon Are we grand toys who stand poised or androids who man ploys like convoys who grab hoist the fan oyster by the pearl? In a health search of a wealth world, the purse harpies on the heartbeat outburp the dark sweet burp swirl. Unfurled, the sun done hurtled, some gun verbally perforated the drum flung earth at pupils pupil who searched the earth girl for a shoe full of bugle in the burp merle that's unchewable, useful, almost a toothful. We worked the work world through strong hands with dainty fingers. We served the heartbroken and art poking through painted pictures. Spoken in conscious streams through mountainous ravines, careening through the sound of the sand in the hourglass, which waits for no one, but secretly is preening the feathers of a dreaming human. Creaming the whipped butter in casual orgasm as an ignored phantasm falls in the forest and damages its other knee. Nobody hears, but somebody sees the act in action, but can't react without laughing. Matter of fact, splitting external obliques and causing internal relief in a release of ocean dwelling words which speak for themselves. Deep beneath the shell, the heat swells. To keep well, we eat the nectar leaked when trees weep because we don't recall the dreams they leave in a heap which we leap with ease at the foot of the stairs. And heaven knows heaven will not take responsibility for this mess. 
But hell will meet you halfway Cause hell freezes over every winter Saving the best for last Cause the last comes first with every breath The cycle of getting fresh fills Of best wills and press guests trill When the best skills are put on display To express wet thrills And then we can climb the next hill With or without rhyme Effortless and without time We will mind our steps still Till our stride is sky wide Until our eyes and our mind Have enshrined the wisdom Encompassed in the vastness Of the ever-expanding horizon we i know we recorded it acapella but i don't know if we tried also with a beat is all i so i'm pretty sure we tried acapella yeah so gruff and i are just talking and and uh i'm second guessing myself whether because he's on beat so much during that track but i do remember you know at the very beginning where you're catching your flow me building the beat to that and then you know your natural rhythm just hitting bits and i might have moved your Right. moved your um acapella around a little bit to catch to catch some of those flows because they're really on but i remember okay. doing that as an acapella and then building it and then it just being like oh my god this, I, I love this so much as a result of you know that process i guess but i'm just really partial i think i remember the same doing it acapella yeah yeah so so that's called uh, expand horizon that's the last track on hopeless and uh, that's the last track we, maybe the last track we did for quite a while. I don't know. I can't think of anything that we did since then, you and I. I think so. We'll get into some demos in a little bit uh, that we um, that we worked on, but we never got to finish. And uh, there is, you know, a few things that we've done over the years that I haven't, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I told you, but I found um, uh, recordings of a 7-inch that you recorded for me when we were going to do... I kind of had the same plan where we were going to do seven inches for everybody, where we did a Pips Kid seven inch, then we did a John Smith seven inch, right. and we're going to do a Gruff seven inch. But then I abruptly stopped pressing vinyl because I ran out of money. And so yes. I never finished the Gruff seven inch. So that's still sitting there. And um, huh. and other than that, there's not too much that you and I have done that never no one ever heard. But um, I did right. want to talk about um, your next project, which was with. Uh, DJ Brace, Brace, and yes. I failed to point out that he did some cuts on um, Druidry, including the scratching of the plants. I remember him he doing did. contributing That's to that right. record. So you obviously had a relationship with him going back. Yes, yeah, we we were hanging out periodically now and then. Started making music. I think we put out something on one of something he put out, uh, like a beat he made. I rapped over. Yeah. He made the beat and did the cuts. Um, was on like uh, I forget. I, I totally know the homie, but he's right. from Winnipeg. Okay. Anyhow, uh, yeah, we did a couple tracks I think before we actually did Sound Barriers, which is what we collaborated on. Yeah. 
we probably recorded it in like two weeks. We, we kind of like just got together and we were like writing and he was making the beat almost the same time I was writing. Yeah. It was kind of like a crazy process, but because we were like hanging out so much at that time, it just kind of just came together. It made yeah. sense. Got Pip on one of those. Well, let's listen to a track. This song is called You Ain't Folk. And this is Sound Bears. So this would have come out around the same time, I think, as Hopeless. I don't know exactly which one came out first, but it felt like around the mid-2000s was... was 2004? Yeah, I almost think that it came out before Hopeless. Hopeless definitely came out in 2005. So it's possible that Sound Bears came out earlier. I Um, feel like that, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's check it out. This is called You Ain't Folk. It doesn't make a profit off the young and old It doesn't make your art more intriguing to discuss It doesn't make your lust exploit all of us Fear all of us, reveal all of us It won't do any good to just listen It doesn't feel good to try different thinking About gender, color, culture and race Cause it can't be generalizing, it can't be stereotyping It can't have evolved into this current lifestyle It can't be perpetuated by the media and entertainment Who tell it like it is, the past non-existent We can't all want to be healthy or happy We can't be watching to see who kills who next or first It can't all seem so well rehearsed It couldn't be that unheard screams can hurt It's not that we're tired, we're not overworked It's not that so many of us have died for no purpose It's not that so many of us are tired of this Blinded by this, entwined in this Striving through this, realizing that it's Not anything, it's just how it is Sharing this town, this city, this country Broken in fragments United in the absence of community I judge you now as you judge me Based on my religion, my race Based on the color of my face Based on belief systems that don't die and don't cease Beyond the grave the deceased listen And speak through the voice of a new generation Who seek assistance from the past Because the future is a vision already seen within But what if the majority intrigued By a so-called culture who on discrimination feeds Dehumanize a people because itself soft drinks, diffuse freedom fighters with my manipulation through the pollution of poverty, a haunting disharmony, disarming the descendants of a free world but not a free economy. These be the problems that we face. Talking poverty and race. These be the problems. These be the problems that we face. 
you ain't folk, and you ain't folk, and you ain't folk, and you ain't folk, and he ain't folk, and she ain't folk, and we ain't folk, and they ain't folk. You ain't folk, and you ain't folk, and you ain't folk, and you ain't folk, and he ain't folk, and she ain't folk. No, we ain't folk, and they ain't folk. These be the problems that we face. Talking poverty and race. The problems that we face. I'm talking poverty and race. These be the problems that we face. I'm talking poverty and race. The problems. That is Sound Barriers. That song's called You Ain't Folk. That is Sound Barriers are Gruff and uh, DJ Brace, world champion DMC yes. DJ Brace. Um, and it's a really cool record that you can't get because it's not online, I don't think, unless it is, is it? No. I think it's on YouTube. Unless it's on his own site. I'm not sure. Right. Um, but I remember helping you guys get oppressed and... Um, really liking that record and a lot of people liking it according to this it says somebody on the internet says it's 2005 so same year as as hopeless so you had a pretty productive year yeah must have recorded it in 2004 or something yeah and did you do anything with him after that like was there was there any ever follow-up or talk of a follow-up or was it just sort of a one-off uh no that was a one-off (laughs) <laughs> that was it that was it and uh, i mean we 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 did lots of shows we did lots of shows we did a tour out yeah. west western canada so it, it gave us lots of fun shows and stuff to do for a little while we made shirts right we we actually had planned to do some more stuff for a little while right but he he moved out to montreal and he was doing school and a lot of stuff and i got busy as well became a dad and yeah, I think we all sort of hit the wall and round around that time. 2006 is sort of the year where a lot of people, um, I guess maybe because we're all the same age and we all sort of realized, you know, was, we can't, I don't know, I think reality of the hip hop dream maybe slowed us down a little bit. You know, we've all right. loved it all along, but, um, you know, my productivity dropped and, uh, you know, I had started a family in 2008, and you did around the same time. I guess 2000 and somewhere Seven. around there. Yeah. Yeah. Started your family, and uh, so it was harder to, to, to be just riding around on your bike, writing lyrics, going to concrete. Yeah. Just <laughs> Right, right, yeah, exactly. Went back to school, got a job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I want to play now, so for our listeners who like to hear stuff that they've never heard is um, in around 2010, 2011, we were talking about doing the third gruff record produced by McEnroe. And so I had sent you some beats and you were sending me demos. So I'm obviously I'm in, I'm in Vancouver at this time or in living in Richmond. So it must've been 2010. And, um, and I kind of had a bit of a spurt of energy at that point. I don't know what happened. I had my first kid, but I know there was a time where um, the Olympics were going on and I couldn't work. So I had a right. really productive couple of months where there was no work to be had in the film industry. Um, so I actually worked on a bunch of records and I worked on a Danny record and I worked on a solo record and I was working on maybe doing a record with you and you were sending me these really great demos. So if, with your permission, I'd love to play them. 
and um, check them out. They're pretty short. Um, and obviously they just have these weird little titles because they're not songs yet. But this song uh, is over one of my beats. I'm going to play two songs. Um, first one is over one of my beats and the second one is one, over one of your beats. And so okay. let's check this song out first. This is this was one you called Salt. And this is a demo from like maybe 2010, 2011. I got crafty cravings, but I don't say my name a lot Rearrange my game, but I don't really change a lot People stay the same, you will know if you ain't forgot Taking up space, making holes in the sandbox Mashing up castles, ode to the Camelots Breaking up plates, trying to grow little cash crops Saving up face, like the haves to the have-nots Emotional atom bombs, walking on cattle prods Round the tables, frozen like Jack Frost Stomping out flames like a rain dance from beyond Harvesting the grains like the words of a faded song with more names across time and Mr. Santa Claus the shore waves have washed dry where did the magic gone mind frames fossilized portalized vagabond travel long time just to ask the mirror on the wall who's the fairest of the odd hear the spirit pass the ball like off the table toss higher than an astronaut burning off the atmosphere never coming down at all stretching out a cat's gut to resonate the animal instrumental as it go waking up the battle you got more grains of salt than a dried up ocean more brain for thought than a tied up notion motion past Floating in the eyes of a hurricane Broken up timelines rise and reverberate Pulling metal out of stone, Arthur called a game No Geppetto pulling strings, sort of saw McCain Sound of wind in severed vein, darkness solemn sway Down to never walk away, lightless hollow cave Righteous in the tallest way, sharpened all the way From hilt to hip, well equipped with the armory From wilt to whip, I'ma sip on your disarray From stilt to quick, I'ma mix up the ministry Down the hill for a little trip, up the symmetry Heads wants the thrill just to kick up a little knee Neck wants the pill just to hick up the imagery Wet from the spill Get you sick from replenishing Fluids you can do with a soup solicited simmering Who would drew it, spoon it, you spit it from spinning endlessly A fool to fool with foolish consistent rhythm while rendering Editing, jettison, mentoring, enduring invention Like Edison intended, reticent, spurring contention Like fancy some weathered wizard surgeon to test With words on his breath, a curse on his head, a verse in his chest You got more grains of salt than a dried up ocean More brain for thought than a tied up notion Motion past floating in the eyes of a hurricane Broken up timelines rise and reverberate Alright, that's that was called Salt. Did it end up being called Salt on the... So you ended up re-recording that song over one of Tom's beats? Yes, yes. And I think, yes, it then ended up being called Salt. I had that record, but I don't have it anymore. So on I Two Cents Squared was the Two Cents the Squared, record. which came out on Marathon of Dope. Yes. Yeah, so that was um, that was one of the tracks. And um, yeah, so it's I don't think that that album, is, is it available anymore? I actually don't think it is right now. That's why I was looking for it, and I, and I had Into it the... back in the day, but... Um, so I want to play the other song that, uh, 
that you sent me. Well, like I said, there there was a, quite a few demos, um, most of them over my beats, and um, some of those beats have been used and stuff. But this song, I remember you sending me, and it's like this was your beat that you made, which I'd never heard you make a beat before, and I thought it was really dope. And you're like, do you think we could use this beat? I was like, hell yeah, we can use this. So I think, yeah. um, I I think that. Um, people be excited to hear this so this was called strike note did this end up being a song uh it did it did but not Over, with this beat uh, i hope not with this beat so no. this is the strike note that gruff did as a demo for record with me but again this is not my beat this is gruff's beat so check this out <clears throat> we meet again yeah once again Take 19. Oh. Yeah, the drill. Gonna go a little something. Like, well, I like words. I drop them like words, drop turds. Mike chirp out a sonorous purge type curse. Like I got a list, scourge on the populace. Serve a conglomerate of verse in the opposite of worse. White nerds who wanna verge on preposterous like bottoms of infants to get that shit up off of us. A wet white merge. Kept under my arm for fuss, gravity observed To be ready for the obvious Never like germs, but they often leave me stronger guts Never like furs, but for animals I have a trust That we might serve basic needs for unanimous Pleasure type merge, connection like travelers No beginning, no end, suspect you might channel this No one's winning, no friends, acting like I'm the best Ripping like mopeds, perspective like cameras On the spinning gold thread, directed right at your head Like a crossbow red, the color if you're accurate To live is to no sense Someone who got out their bed to give is to no less Simplistic management of holistic soul shed The additives and baggages Cause chances is accidents are gonna happen That's a just damage need control yes Cause cabbages grow when they haven't got no neck Piranhas like jugulars Assumptions are oversaid and underheard Buzzwords are mother curse on those dead Beat poet grows fled Brother we're so never gonna get no bread Break it In the warmest blanket, never have to act upset. Fill you with a swarm of hornets stinging right out your chest. Pulmonary pipe rope, dromedary isotope, full pipe double twist. This canary strike a note. Wrap you in the warmest blanket, never have to act upset. Fill you with a swarm of hornets stinging right out your chest. Pulmonary pipe rope, dromedary isotope, full pipe double twist. This canary strike a note. Word. The dude rapping with raptitude Skipping through the attitude to lift a mood and add a groove Hitting tunes, sticking move like cover fists and glue But wonder it's a new humming chim chim cheroo Like through the roof, zipty do like win the blue Trip and sip my booze, but it doesn't make my wishes true It's just a part of living through what I get into Introduce a side of druid that you might be skipping through Do a dive into it like Olympians would do A high five into it, what most citizens approve But here lies the truant with no little fits to use But ears, eyes in unison got pictures written too So cheers cause I fit a mold like any caustic fluid So here's to change it by a range of the misunderstood And here's to rockin' hoods creating shit that sure is tight And here's my block of wood beckoning you to curve in sight Here's my chop a good lesson you could learn it right Like a sculpture should you educate the termite Teach him how to bite and then to curb his appetite Getting higher than the atmosphere and sunlight Air tight when I'm brandishing a burnt mic Like a fire beat the dragon stabbing with a searchlight Word 
Oh my god, that's dope. I think right, that's I'm super dope. Like... <laughs> I I think people's heads are exploding right now. Like that 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 song's really great. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a dope beat. Well, super thanks, choppy, man. and it's like it's got stuff going on. It's really impressive to me. Right on. I liked it. I had fun with it. It sounded like you were having fun making these demos, for sure. Yeah. Being creative. Yeah, it was it was fun. <laughs> I forgot I even like sent that out to you. Yeah. It's cool. Um, yeah, I guess it's one of my regrets is that we never made a record in, at that time. But, um, you know, there's still time. Uh, yeah. yeah. So then you did a record with... Uh, so you did that record with Tom. You did a record with Gumshoe in 2015. And then um, we're a little short on time. So we should probably jump to a record that you're working on now with Danny. Yes. What can you yeah, tell yeah, us about yeah. that? Yeah, we've uh, we were talking about it for years, at least a couple years, anyways, and now it's been a couple years in the making. But uh, it's kind of a concept album about. I mean, we both are into flows and messing with flows. Mm -hmm. uh, we're different style writers, but we we uh, are all over like different styles of flow. So we wanted to make an album or a EP, I should say that is all about flow and and kind of having fun with trying to to mess with the flow as much as we can like it just and and have fun with it um vibe off each other because we thought that we could do that pretty well because we both kind of that's our, our part of our strengths anyways it's, is messing with styles and yeah, flows absolutely. styles i should say more than anything um so we, we put some songs together with a lot of style, different styles for each track. And and uh, it's kind of like a lot of them I starts and, and Yai kind of follows. There's at least one or two that it's not like that, but we kind of copy each other's flow. Right. He's copying my flow a lot. And, uh, but that's the idea is that we're, we're kind of like... We're just writing together that way. That's cool. And yeah. uh, Crooks is doing the beats, is that right? And Rob Crooks is doing the beats, yeah. Cool. Very prolific person. He just had a record drop, I think, this week. Yes. He's, doing, he's putting in work. He did a he did an EP with Pip this year. He's doing this. Do you guys know when... Is it all recorded? Is it still being written and recorded? It's all recorded. Uh, yeah. We, a, lot of, a lot of details we got to finalize, but it's it's completely recorded. So, and being mastered. Great. Yeah. Uh, um, so we did play a track um, from this for on Danny's podcast, but let's play a different track. Uh, this song is called Civil Defenses. Defenses? Defense CCs? Yes. Defenses. Defenses. Okay. Civil Defenses. <laughs> oh, Civil Defenses. Okay, great. Yes. Let's check this out. This is uh, Yai, Gruff, and Rob Crooks. So many different styles, so many ways of rapping, you know. And if it was good, 
Chatter shit. Here's what matter in your rhyme cake batter Gonna bake like bakers who vibrate matter Gonna dilate data in your mind state chatter Gonna break that place that they try to trap you in Styling, you were styling, you were just serving it properly Yeah, I might, poor medicine, fly kite George Jetson, childlike, and poor dance Not a pie pipe, but an old fence, no style bite Warning, should abide by, no offense Find my coordinates, you arrive right in the old bits Get so obsessed with nonsense, most DEF not far from mine No hesitance, set presidents, irrelevant to presidents and current events to offset Don't hang your head, you found some friends Felt negative in my defense, it ain't open on set demands A ton of potential, got to match you, take off with this competition Waited for your opposition, stay patient, though it's not essential To see the tension, beat the tension, need attention, without the tension Be protected, without protection, be collected, and not collected All the tension, probably reckoned it all connected Evident, can't forget this, give me seven inches, stand as simple offenses. I'm sure people are going to be excited to hear that whole record. That sounds great. Yes, yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of, uh, a lot of styles and styles with beats, too. It's good. So, um, anything else you're working on these days or just finishing that up and living life? Yeah, uh, just finishing that up. I mean, I'm always writing. It's cathartic, so it's just a matter of when the next thing starts. But uh, So, it, like, for example, um, it's 2020, and you had a record come out with Gumshoe five years ago. So, do you just write? Have you, will you have scraps of paper or bits of things that you just write all through your life? Yeah. Well, for the most part, yes. Cool. Uh, I I do, as you heard earlier, I'm always changing the way I do it, but I do try to make beats too. Yeah. And usually I'm, I'm making them. Like when I do a, a beat, I'm always kind of having a song in mind. I don't always make a song. Right. But... Uh, or like I make it in mind with you know a plan to make a song <laughs> right and uh, so a lot of my my beats are are songs essentially a lot of my songs have beats and sometimes those beats I'm throwing together really quickly just so I can have something to have lyrics over I see songs. so are you so saying- that's kind of that's my book now. That's my scrapbook. 
you know. So are you saying that there's all these scraps or songs that are on your computer or whatever that you've been making with your own beats? Yeah. Cool. Uh, a number of them. Yeah. Wow, I'd like to yeah. hear that. That sounds great. Sure, I should send you something. Cool. <laughs> um well anything else you want to say i think that was a great uh a great time to to listen to these songs and uh, hang out with you again that was really fun anything yeah. anything you want to say in parting oh. or anything you think we didn't cover uh well like you said there's there's some stuff there's actually even an unreleased track i made with gumshoe that now that i think about was was something of note that mm-hmm. i remember uh that I, uh, I hope we can still somehow get that out somewhere. Right. Uh, uh, always looking forward to making more music. Uh, I, I really look forward to getting this stuff done with uh, Yai and Crooks because we've been, it's a, been a while coming, but we've been doing it sincerely. We've been getting together and it's been fun getting together to work on those songs. Yeah, getting together in person. Yeah we, yeah, we would get together, yeah, person and, and kind of just hang out and put ideas together. That's something to look forward to. Well, hopefully it comes <laughs> out soon. I know that uh, Mr. Crook's probably got a lot on his plate when he's got his brand new record out of his own and all that, but yeah. uh, he's probably working on like four different things, but hopefully this one sees the light of day soon because it sounds really good from what I hear. Yes, I hope so too. We'll probably... We'll probably get together and hash that out real soon. Cool. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time. I know you're busy, and um, and I appreciate you taking the time to join me today. And I'm sure the listeners of the Peanuts and Corn podcast appreciate it because uh, everybody uh, asks me all the time if Gruff's going to come on. So now I can uh, now I can say yes. <laughs> it's happened. It's great, and we can finish this series, which has been really fun to go over the catalog and with all the important people who made music with us so i want to thank you again for joining me and i want to thank ejs mag for hosting thanks david and uh, thank everybody for listening but mostly thank you gruff thanks a lot thank you i'm glad to do it glad you asked absolutely thank you good night everybody thanks